0: Well, do you love him? Amen. I'll tell you, I, I'm so blessed. I can't be depressed. Amen. And I, I tell you, I, I just want to say tonight, I love him. Uh, he's been so good to me. If he never did anything else for me, I don't. i already got more than I deserve. Glad to be here tonight. I'm. I'm glad to be able to stand in this sacred place pastor trust me with it and i i i I just can't say how much i appreciate my pastor i love him i i pray for him every day i hope you do and i i trust he'll have a excellent meeting where he's at i know i know he'll do excellent preaching uh I've learned so much from him since I've been here in the last year and a half, two years, just from the way he preaches. But I'm not him tonight, okay, <laughs> so don't expect that from me. I was telling Brother Smith, I've had this outline since 1979, just before I preached. Now, I've never preached it, just before I was called to preach, and it's one of those that God gave me back then, just uh, uh, as a layman working as a Marine, needing some help, and God gave me some. So I hope it'll help you tonight. It's been a blessing to me over the years. I still have outlines, Sunday school outlines from churches uh, from 1970. Six, seventy-seven, seventy-eight, from nineteen eighties in Hawaii. Uh, I, I just I don't I don't throw anything away. Got the word of God on it. It, it helps me somewhere. Amen. Take your Bibles tonight, if you would, and turn to the Great Old Mission, or what we call the Great Commission, uh, Matthew twenty-eight. I know I preached off of this the last time I preached, but I got a different message this time. So if it sounds the same, it's because of the person, not the, not the message, okay? There's no way I'm going to get through with it, but I'll try to give you all the points, okay? Uh, I, I want to I wanna be a respect of your time. Some of you have to work for a living. I retired three times, so... <laughs> So I'm going to keep on going till I finally retire. Amen. Lord willing, next month, I'll celebrate 43 years preaching the gospel. Well, the that, that call to preach the gospel, I've been preaching longer than that. But uh, Matthew 28, and I want to look at uh, uh, verses 16 through 28, or through 20, and then uh, we'll i have prayer and try to make some application on this. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they had saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Father, we ask now your blessings upon the reading and the preaching of thy word. I pray you'd hide me behind that old blood-stained banner of the cross Oh, Father, tonight, would you loose my tongue and bind the devil tonight that he'd not have his way here. Father, we surely, surely today need you to step in and revive our hearts towards a world evangelism. Father, do for us tonight what you would Do something to each of us so you can do something through us in days to come. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 16, 15, the Lord said, And they said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, one title of the message tonight is Whatever Christian Ought to Know About God's Plan for World Evangelism. God has a plan for world evangelism. God never left anything to our imagination. He left. He was very clear about what he had to say and and how to do it. He provided us a tool. He's provided us the way to uh, do things, and it's the local church. I'm a hundred and one percent local church. I don't think you uh, anything. Uh, needs to be, I mean, everything ought to be done through the local church and with the authority of the local church behind them. Every Christian needs to be familiar with uh, God's missionary commands in the Bible. Uh, he, he uh, All five, four, four Gospels and, and the book of Acts all repeat the Great Commission. If God said it one time, be enough, but He's he's at least five, And if you go all the way back to Genesis and you walk all the way through the Bible, you're going to find missions all the way through the Bible in one form or another. Uh, The words uh, that we've read and you're hearing now were spoken by the Lord himself. Uh, This was his parting command to his followers. The command is relative to you and I today. And this command is binding upon you and I today. We have a responsibility to uh, God's plan as Christians. Uh, God has a plan for the reaching and preaching the gospel to every creature. Uh, He said in John chapter 3 and verse 16... For God so loved the world, the world, the cosmos, the everybody. He loved so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God said it's all people. Romans chapter 10 and verse 12 and 13. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek that for the same Lord over all is Rich unto all that call upon Him, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you and I have a responsibility to carry out God's plan that He's laid out for us. It's to all people. It's to the world. We we can't pick and choose who we want to go to. I I, I go to. I've been a missionary to the military. Uh, for almost 37 years, and and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I've uh, I've seen literally hundreds of military men and women saved. Uh, I can remember in Hawaii when we were stationed there, uh, leading just great numbers of military men to the Lord. I even went to the brig at Pearl Harbor and led some to the Lord over there. Uh, uh, the military ministry is so rich. Uh, we, we're a good-sized church here. I, I consider this a big church because I, I usually pastor two or three people. Uh, <laughs> Well, the first church me and my wife started, only had two people, so, and it uh, never did get real big, but uh, no, I, I've seen Maranatha Baptist Church. I pastored over there for 13 months, interim pastor, and look, out of that church, there have been hundreds, literally hundreds of missionaries and preachers and school teachers called out of that church. Why? Because they had God's plan and they they fulfilled it. They went to all people. Uh, uh, He died for all. Would you agree with me on that? I mean, he, he died for everybody. He died for me. And Lord have mercy. He didn't get a good deal when he got me. Uh, you know, we, you go buy a used car and you think, well, don't know what I'm going to get, but I get what I get. Well, sometimes you get a lemon. If you've ever owned a lemon, you know what that's all about, don't you? Well, you know, I tell people all the time, God got a lemon when he got me. He didn't get much. Uh, but, but I'm going to keep on going anyway. I, I, uh. In John 1 he said, Next day John seeth Jesus come unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. What a blessing! The Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. Not just mine and yours, but just think about it. You look at your mission calendar here, all the missionaries that the Madison Baptist Church supports, and you go into all the world and you look at all the different nationalities and you look at all the different people and I stand here and I look out and I see different nationalities here, different walks of life from different backgrounds. And... Here we are, God brought us all together in one family because of one thing. He died for our sins. See, that's God's plan that the whole world know. 1 uh, 1 John uh, 2, 2, uh, and he is a perpetuation for our sins, not ours only, but the sins of the whole world. See, that's God's plan is the whole world. Not just Madison, not Hunts, just Huntsville, not just Priceville where I live, but the whole world. And look, the world's grown small in the last 30, 40 years. I remember when when you missionary would get on on a a, a boat and go and take months and months, and I've read missionary stories where it takes six, seven, eight months, a year for one to get to the mission field. And for what? You know, he was willing to do it. And now you and I can get on an airplane and be in Japan in 16 hours, 20 hours, something like that. We can get on an airplane and and fly to New York and be in Europe in 10 hours, and yet there's a greater need now than they've ever been. Whose responsibility is it to carry out the plan? A preaching of the gospel to every creature is each individual's responsibility. It's mine, it's yours, it doesn't matter who. How old you are, how young you are, we have a responsibility to carry out God's plan of world evangelism. Now, we we do that in many different ways, uh, but uh, God said that that you and I ought to be remembering that we have to sin, but we have to go. Now, I've often told church where I, when I pastored, uh, you can't expect, expect a missionary to do something you're not willing to do yourself. You think about that. We give to missions, but do we go? You see, the, the, the responsibility falls upon every one of us, from the oldest to the youngest. It really doesn't matter. If you're born again, we have a responsibility to the world, to each and every person. And we we send out missionaries because how are they going to hear except a preacher be sent? But how are the people of Madison going to hear except a preacher be sent? That's you. That's me. That's each and every one of us. See, that's our responsibility to our Savior to carry out the plan that he has for the world, to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We must be willing to do our part in world evangelism. The need is greater than it's ever been before. The need has grown. Just I, I, I remember when, when I started deputation, there was only about five billion people on the face of the earth, maybe four, and now there's eight billion plus. Do you realize 143 people die every single minute of the day? and pro- Most of them probably have never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. Do you realize that uh, people in, in all over the world today need the gospel? Have you volunteers are here, my Lord, send me. We'll get to that later on. But the need is, I mean, it's just so great. Uh, John fourteen six says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Acts four twelve says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You see, the need is there. I ran down to Publix yesterday to pick up a few items for my wife and I, and a uh, young lady behind the cash register, she, she just, she. you know, if I see someone not smiling, I got to say something to them. I, I, that's just my nature. And I, I picket people behind cash registers and stuff. And and this young lady said, started ringing up my stuff. And I said, well, how are you doing today? She looked at me like, do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah. She said, well, uh, okay, I reckon, how you doing? I said, I'm too blessed to be depressed. And she, her whole countenance changed. And I pulled out a little track I had in my pocket, and I said, now, when you get off tonight, you read this. You see, we every opportunity, everywhere you turn, there's an opportunity to be a witness. And we need to be... Uh, the need is so great that we must do what God wants us to do. I mean, look, I, I believe time is short. You, you've heard that. I've heard it. I heard Dr. Ron Comfort preach that in, in 1970s. Uh, time's short. Well, I still believe it's short. Paul believed it in his day, and I'm just going to go ahead and believe it too. The uh, the things I see uh, makes me believe it is so much closer than we've ever been. So we see that there's a God has a plan. He's got the people that He's given a responsibility to. Only those that uh, uh, have been saved can be a true witness. Now. Be honest with you. A lost, a lost person led my daughter to the Lord. He was the pastor's son, and he didn't get saved till later, later, way later on in his life. But whatever he showed my daughter took. You see. But that's not that wasn't his responsibility. It's Christians' responsibility. And uh, don't expect the lost to do it. The period for preaching the gospel is very limited. It's limited dispensationally. Uh, John 4.35 says, Say not there yet four months, then come the harvest. Behold, I say, until you lift up your eyes and look on your on the fields, for they're already wild the harvest you see the harvest is plenteous, I mean that we we have there is no place that you can go on earth that the harvest is not plenty i I used to in my slide presentation, you don't see those anymore as missionaries, but you know we used to carry uh, a suitcase with us with all the stuff we had to use to present our ministry. And I took a a picture of one of the cotton fields out here on 565 when it was all cotton fields out there. Uh, I was going over to uh, a church here in Huntsville to preach and I took a picture of that what cotton field and I put it in there and when it says white under harvest. I know he's talking about wheat here, but it's white under harvest. You know something I, I, I know as a child growing up on a cotton farm? Uh, I know for a fact if you don't get the cotton in before the September gales come, you'll lose your crop. And the world is ripe. The field is ripe. It's white under harvest. It's waiting on you and I to go. I'll tell you, I I wished I had another 10 years on the mission field, 20 years. I wish I could go and stay on the mission field. Because of health problems, I had to come home and and I've not been 100% happy since because my calling is going out there and being and working with the military, those people I know best, those people that I've watched destroy themselves, but the whole world's killing themselves. Why do you think... Drugs are so prevalent today. What, what's the reason for for all these murders? I was watching local news, and I, just, I mean it's just one after another. Why? Because they need the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see. Fields are ready. And harvest time is now. Summer's ended. The harvest is past, and we're not yet saved. John 9 4 says, I must work the work of him. That sent me while I it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. That was the Lord Jesus Christ talking. He said, "I I I must work the work that the Father sent me to do, because there's coming a day when when you're not going to be able to do it." First Corinthians nine twenty-seven. But I keep under my body. And bring it into subjection lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself be a castaway. That is something I have often prayed for the Lord. Don't let me be a castaway. Don't let me lose my zeal. Don't let me get lazy. Don't let me quit doing what I know is right. And the older I get, I find out the less I can do. But I keep doing something. Now, uh, my wife tells me most of the time it's wrong, but I do it. <laughs> I can't do it her way. I have to do it my way. It's short politically. The the time is short politically. Have you ever seen a day when America is in as much turmoil as it is today? Do you know how, much, how long it would take for this great country to just disintegrate? Not very long. I believe the only thing holding this country together is the remnant of the Christians. That's still doing what's right. It's, it's, it's tough. And it's going to get worse. I don't know about you, but I believe that the church will probably see some persecution before the rapture. I don't know the way things are going. It looks that way. What would we do? If they had pulled you out And tied you to a stake. And built a fire around you. What would be your reaction? You see. We love church. And I believe everybody. uh, At least people I know here. You love the Lord. But how much do we love him? I've often asked myself the question. Well could I do it? I don't know, but I do know that the world needs needs to know the Jesus that we know, and that's the only thing that's going to change it politically. You see what happens up in Washington D.C. doesn't have a. a, a, a I mean, it it is nothing. You take a good man, you could take Brother Smith and put him up in Washington D.C. in six months, he'd he'd be a nut. <laughs> you know. As fundamental as he is. I, I don't know why that is politically. But our nation is in trouble. America is in trouble. And if we don't uh, get the churches back on the right path. And doing the world evangelism. Look, God didn't call us just to do it here. He called us to be a world Vision. Our sending church, Victory Baptist Church in Roswell, Georgia, we used to have a big mission board there, and there was no place on earth that the gospel wasn't being preached. The sun never set on its ministry. Think about that. The sun never set on the ministry of Madison Baptist Church because it's got the world covered missionaries all over preaching the gospel I've heard heard a preacher tell one time about going to a preacher's meeting an old country preacher was there and they got up and they all started bragging about how many they had in Sunday school and how many they had saved and how many, uh, uh, you know, all. and they come to him. They said, well, tell us about yours. He said, man, I don't have an account yet. He said, because all our missionaries hadn't reported. You see, what you do here, they do there. Count for here. When you support missions. Uh, And that's that's God's way of doing it. It's short spiritually. Uh, We need to be redeeming the time because the days are evil. We must redeem the time. We can't sit around and wait. We can't sit sour and soak. Walk around. Nobody wants to talk to somebody look like they're sucking on a lemon take that lemon make some lemonade i mean look come on uh the methods of uh they reach, preaching the gospel of every creature number one is prayer if you uh, really want to be involved in missions, pray for them. The, the Lord said, uh, uh, the Lord of the harvest true, said, truly, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore that the Lord send laborers into his field. Now, I I, I never ask people to show hands, but how many of you prayed this week at least a couple of times that God would send missionaries out of Madison Baptist Church? Call somebody. Call some of these young people. Call some of the... Well, look, I was 39 years old when I went to Bible school. I crammed four years into five and And i still I still made it. I mean, look at Brother Nelson. I mean, he came over on the art <laughs> and uh he's still doing it now. <laughs> uh, I did have a little boy ask me that one time when I was on deputation. He come up to me and said, sir, did you come over on the ark? I don't know if somebody put him up to it or what, but I I said, no, son, I didn't make it. (laughs) But Look, we need to be praying that God send forth laborers. You know, Brother Nelson, churches I go into, and I went into 37 years ago, 40 years ago, were having people saved and called to missions. I mean, I think we had 40 or 50 missionaries, 20 or 25, 30 couples when I went through candidate school. That had been called into missions. Today, it's much lower. I remember when BIM, my mission board I'm with, had, had 1,300 missionaries on the field. Today, it's under a thousand. Why? Because we're not praying that God would send forth laborers into His field. I sure wish I could go on this mission trip to Mexico. I mean, they're going to be doing things somebody like me can do. I can, I, can, I can install ceramic tile. I've done that. I can hang sheetrock. I don't paint very good. I just get a whole lot of it on everything. I wish I could go. I would love the opportunity to, to to be able to, through an interpreter or something, to lead a, 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 someone from Mexico to the Lord. See, we started a Spanish church down in Puerto Rico. And I don't speak Spanish. I have to go through an interrupter. Or, or I, I don't. I mean, I tried. I had a tutor come in every day and, and sit with me and try to teach it. And the next day he would come back and he'd have to do, start all over again. It just don't compute. My boy, look, there's so much need. Every time I see a missionary presentation, uh, brother, brother Nelson gives one of these from Africa, I, I sit right there and I say, Lord, can I go? Every time I see one, I ask that Lord that question. Can I go? I mean, I'm just a pup. But I'm ready to go again if I go. If the Lord would say yes, I'd be willing to go. I'm willing to go until he says yes. praying, giving. you got to give to missions. Look, you're missing out on a blessing. God said, he he didn't command us to give to missions. He said, if you want to prove the sincerity of your love, do it. You ought to be involved in giving to missions, praying for them, praying God to send forth laborers, praying that God... Uh, and giving back it up with your your finances <clears throat> go yourself i remember the night i surrendered my wife was home in the bed she was very sick i went to church that night going to resign everything i was doing we were in hawaii I had it, of course, I wore a three-piece suit then, you know, didn't have air conditioning in church, but I had to be dressed up, you know. I was the director of the singles ministry. I was treasurer of the church. I was director of the bus ministry. I was the head usher. I taught the teen Sunday school class. I did the Friday night Bible study for the singles. And I had my papers ready to give to the pastor that night. I was quitting everything. All of it. And that night, Ken Jenkins, a missionary to Papua New Guinea, was there And he preached. I don't know what he preached on. But I know the Holy Spirit of God dealt with my heart in a way that I'll never forget. And when the invitation was given, I ran to the altar. I didn't walk. I I sat back there by the back door because I watched for kids running through the parking lot and stuff. I ran to the church. Back then I could do it. And I jumped down on the front pew there and I started just praying and broken. I mean, I was broken. Pastor Dave Markham came up to me and said, Brother Sam, what's wrong? Is, is Joan worse? I said, no, the Lord's called me to preach and I don't want to go. <laughs> I didn't. I ran until he called up with me. You see, you know what my goal was in life? Put 30 years in the Marine Corps, retire, go to Mississippi, take that land I had there, and have me a house on it, and I was going to fish and hunt. That was my goal for my life. Wrong answer. God changed the course of my life. And there's one verse, actually two verses, in the Bible that helped me to get a new direction. Isaiah 6, 8, and 9. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Isaiah 9 said he verse 9 and he said go and tell these this people hear ye indeed but understand not and see ye indeed but perceive not you see he didn't tell us that they're going to listen to us he just told us to go and then there's the reward I must finish up I'm out of time the reward of doing it uh, there's there's the presence of the Lord in Matthew chapter 28. He said, Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Then there's the joy of soul winning. And as uh, Psalm 126, 6. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again and rejoice in bringing his sheaves with him. Uh, the future rewards in Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they... They that, excuse me, and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever will shine forever and ever. The equipment's been given to us. We don't lack anything. Acts 1 8 says, but as you. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses of me both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. We have the equipment. I need to be careful how I say this. I don't want to offend anybody, but you know, one biggest problem Brother Smith is we don't have the power anymore. We've learned how to do good. We've learned how to talk. We've learned how to act. But we've lost the power. I believe God is still just as powerful as he's ever been. I believe that there is a possibility that anybody that would get, a, get, get so right with God that he'd have the power, he could do just about anything God wanted him to do. It'd be impossible not to do it because God's power Is there question tonight? Are you willing to be what God wants you to be? Are you willing to do what God wants you to do? Are you willing to go? The most missionaries that ever make it to the mission field makes the decision... Uh, between elementary school and high school, middle of high school. They have, there's something about that age group that God, when they God puts it in their heart, they never forget it. But you know, he'll take old people like me, like some of you, but we all can pray, can't we? We all can pray. There's none of us that can't do that. Everyone should want to be involved in missions. See, world evangelism is God's plan. That's not mine, your plan. That's not not Madison Baptist Church's plan. That's God's plan. And he wants every Christian involved in it from the youngest to the old. And he wants us to be involved in every way we possibly can be involved. But are we? Are we? Think about it. Father, I thank you for who you are And what you are to me. And I know that a lot of these precious people here have sacrificed over the years and given and prayed and gone. But Lord, somehow we've lost the power. We've lost our vision. We've we've, uh, seemed to have grown complacent. With what we're doing for you. Father, I pray that you would uh, just deal with our hearts in a very special way. Do for us what we cannot or would not do for our own selves. Father, if there's some here that even thinking about missions, may you deal with their heart in a very special way. Father, may they be willing just to say, okay, Lord, I'm here. If you can use me, I'm willing. Father, those that can't go, those that can't give, can pray. You know, Father, how we need more laborers in the fields. They're ripe in the harvest, and we need to have people willing to go and labor have your way in this invitation now and in the very, lord just deal with hearts as only you can i pray in jesus name